Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled famous blue raincoat. I have a guest here today. I had to I had to go to the deep corners of Aberystwyth to find the biggest boomer I know. It's Evo. Hi, Evo. Hi, Finn. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Could you pronounce your last name for me? Beggar. Oh, I can't do that with my arse. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been thinking about the song you pulled. Oh. And I have a little story. Okay, please tell. Uh, it's not a long story, but basically it reminds me of my dad a lot because, so he's, uh, well, I wouldn't say obsessed, but he's a big fan of Leonard Cohen. Uh, so he plays Leonard Cohen a lot, and that's this song in particular. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll, I'll get to that later. The important thing is when Tori announced her Native Invader tour, I was like, I was uh, 17 and I was like, well, I need to go see Tori now because I haven't seen her before and I've been like obsessed with her for the past couple of years. 17? Or 16 then. Oh, God. You know, uh, yes. Amazing. Oh, I wish I was 17, but you know. <laughs> You're in the prime of your life. Oh, you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so I bought the ticket and I was like, uh, at that time I was keeping it, not a secret, but I was pretty private about it. So I didn't really talk to anyone about it. About going to Tory? About, you know, uh, you know, being into Tory and like listen to her music. I wasn't, you know, uh, I, I would think people would start asking questions about things <laughs> I didn't want to answer, you know. Fair enough. So uh, I bought the ticket to see Tory in Manchester that year. But then I realized like I'm 16, uh, somebody will need to drive me and I can't really go alone. You see what I mean? So I told my dad. Well, there's a singer I like, she's Tori Amos, and I'm going to see her, and I like, I want you to drive me and possibly go to the show with me. And he's like, oh yeah, Tori Amos, I know, like, she she covered Leonard Cohen, right? And I'm like, well, yes, he did, but how do you know that? And then, so he would play this, because he doesn't really speak that much English, my dad. So when he listened to Leonard Cohen, he wouldn't actually listen to Leonard Cohen, he'd listen to, like, a Polish translation Ooh. of Leonard Cohen, because he's, he's really into the poetry side of it like the lyrics are basically the most important to him uh-huh. so he would play me this amazing version of famous blue raincoat by a polish artist by the name of um robert kasprzycki love her so uh, uh <laughs> it's it's a guy and uh <laughs> and it's a live version and basically because i was familiar with that version because he played it lots you know over the years before then but the way because it's a because it's a live version there's a little intro like my dad never played to me but this time he played me that intro and the way uh, this artist, Robert, um, uh, the way he announces the song and like introduces it is basically the lyrics are by Leonard Cohen. Uh, the music is by Leonard Cohen. But basically the, the best version there is, is by Tori Amos. Wow. So yeah, that became like, I think my favorite version of the famous Blue Raincoat, that Polish version, which is like, he has a guitar and it's a nice version, but he like, it feels more like a recital of the poetry. Mm. Less than it does a song when he does it. But it is a lovely version and he does have a great voice. And the way he introduces it was like, well, basically this song might be Leonard Cohen's, but the best version is by Tori Amos. I really like that. So So the song brought you and your dad together musically. Uh, Sort of, yeah. And he went to the show with me and he really liked it. 
Did she play Famous Blue Raincoat? No, she played it the na- night after. In no, she didn't. Oh uh, yeah, and we, so obviously I couldn't go. Any, it was just the one show I did, and uh, the, uh, also the the other funny thing is, because my, my dad did a bit of research before going to the show, he was playing Tory like for months, uh, not all the time, but you know, yeah. he was playing lots of clubs. And uh, the best thing he liked was the a sort of fairy tale video. Your dad's funky. Yeah, he's like, oh, I liked, you know, where they they have the heads on the skateboards or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, because I was following the tour, and she, I was like, oh, she'll definitely play that. Like, she plays it all the time. She had that lovely 10-minute version. Yeah. Yeah, and that was like, I think, one of two nights she didn't play it. No. <laughs> so, Isn't that the way? That it's, it's always like that, yeah. It's always the way. But yeah, but I think he liked the show. I have a famous Blue Raincoat story as well. Right? Oh, go on, tell me. My story with the song is when this song came out, so I had a friend named Kathy who did not like Tori Amos at all. And okay. I bought this, the Tower of Song compilation album, like years after it had come out. Um, so it was, it must have been like 98 when I bought that album and I heard the song and I, and she fell in love with this song. She didn't like Tori oh, Amos, right. but she fell in love with this specific song. And she was really a big fan of this song. And we were really, really close. And when I got my tickets to see the plug tour, I took Kathy with me because she was my best friend at the time. And okay. all she wanted to hear was Famous Blue Renko. And I was just like, you know, smoking my cigarette, like, honey, that ain't never going to happen. <laughs> right. And Especially with 98. Yeah, it was a band exactly. tour. Two solo songs, that was it. She ended up playing Famous Blue Renko without us. Oh, wow. I know we didn't obviously hadn't asked for it. And Kathy just exploded into like a big wet teardrop. And it was a really great moment. I was like really shocked. I was really surprised and like so happy for her. And at the end, you can hear her on the booth like, thank you. It's so oh, great. Wow. Is that you or is that her? That's her. That's her. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, where was this? This was Albuquerque 98. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Jealous. I really wanted to experience the plug tour. Well, you weren't born yet. <laughs> well, I know, but I, I, I wanted it anyway. Well, you know, time is a montage. Time, time and space is a montage. Exactly. So I like the song. The idea for the song is bringing people together, and and uh, honestly, within the song, he heals an old, old wound. Like in the song, he finally lets something go, and it's so meaningful. And I just came back from a movie called The Holdovers, which I recommend to everybody. I loved it. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now is like healing, healing old wounds and trying to let more things go. <laughs> so that's where I am with this song today. That's what I was thinking about. What were you thinking about? Because um, I was I was looking closer at the lyrics and I it dawned on me how because I think it is a love song. Yeah. And when uh, men write love songs, they never really are that vulnerable as he is here. Yeah. Lyrics like, you know, that vine. Like my- I ain't never gonna stop loving you, bitch. I love you, bitch. Oh my god. I ain't gonna never stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> yes, that's that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like he's like my brother, my killer, like yeah. you killed me with this. It's yeah, that vulnerability is something that women, I think, write about more often because I think they're encouraged to. Mm-hmm. Whereas men are, you know, encouraged to be the opposite. So I think it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Really, it is. How relevant still. Yeah. And then also, like, what he's saying about the mistake was his. I thought it was there for good, so I never tried. Yeah. It was his mistake, and he owned it finally in the end. Yes. Also, like, uh, like taking responsibility. Yeah. uh, In a relationship. Another thing men really aren't really encouraged to do. 
Mm -hmm. Or taking Uh, responsibility for where you are in this world and like what you did to be where you are, like to end up where you are. Yes, that's true. That's true as well. Sad. Sad. I was thinking about something. I don't think the way Tori does it sonically would fit on Strange Little Girls. Do you think like the lyrically it would fit? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like from Batman's perspective and everything. Yeah, I've long thought she's been singing it from the perspective of Lily Marlene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I thought it was like, it was very fitting for that album. But I, I think the version, like, because it's just the piano, basically, isn't it? Her version, it is, I, yeah. I think for it to be on Strange Little Girls, she would have to, you know, switch that up a bit, probably. No, there's some just pianos. There's uh, Raining Blood. There's Enjoy the Silence. Bomb, bomb. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there is. Uh, maybe. Yes, and there's one more, Time. Okay, yeah, okay. That, you, that just destroyed my theory. <laughs> and, and Real Men. But you know and Happiness does... is a Warm Gun. Doesn't that have like no, some... <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Strange Dog, I have not put that CD on for a long time. Well, don't do it until you hear our season coming soon. Okay. Don't revisit it until you revisit it with us. I won't. Okay, but no, no I, thought, I just thought like, you know how she did Heart of Gold, like completely reinvented yeah. Yeah. that one. I think if it was ever going to be on Strange Little Girls, it would be completely reinvented. But see, that would crush, I think, the soul of the song. Uh, possibly, yes. Yeah. I think she's smart when she uh, doesn't reinvent things too drastically. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever heard the song live? No, uh, I've missed it. I wanted to but yeah i didn't request it because i thought well it's a band tour uh, i mean last tour yeah. so it's a band tour uh she might do it but you know i'm gonna request band songs because it's uh, more the likely spot, I, like there's there was only one solo spot in europe this year <sighs> so i thought well that's a very difficult spot to get into by request so probably you know you weren't in munich no i was at home but then. oh i know mm. I wanted to, I was meant to be in Munich uh, in 2022. Oh, yeah. It, oh, okay. But then it got rescheduled. So, like, the schedule didn't fit. Yeah. So, I did the first three German shows, not the latter ones. No. So, you did Berlin, Bremen, Halle. Bremen, Berlin, Halle. And that's yeah. it. Great. And then I had to go home. This is a sign. Should I expatriate to Germany? Uh, you should. You'd be closer to me. Oh, my God. That'd be fun. I, I've been really obsessed with the idea of moving to Germany lately. I don't know why. I also. I mean, have recently read the reread the Velvet Rage, which says like picking up and leaving your problems will or leaving your environment won't leave your problems behind. So I'm like, do I really want to move to Germany or do I just want like a change of pace? Do I want to heal myself? Uh, I think it can be both. I mean, uh, you've experienced Germany. Uh, Loved. So Germany. you have you have got a taste of what it's like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Germany, uh, even though I was there like maybe just a few days. What was your favorite of the three? Uh, the shows or the cities? Cities. Because obviously shows it was Berlin. Uh, yes, it was me, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, of the cities? Uh, let, let me think. Bremen. Really? Yes, I did like the city. Because it wasn't it wasn't that big, you know, it wasn't that massive. Yeah. Like, I tend to find cities like Berlin or Amsterdam, like, a little overwhelming. Like, that's mm-hmm. just me, personally. But yeah, Bremen was uh, really cute. Bremen was cute. I remember that's where Pam gave me my keychain. Oh, or, or no, oh, that's I, not I, where she gave it to me. That's where she, I noticed for the first time she was doing keychains, and that's where I requested my keychain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those, those are very nice keychains. Shout out yeah. to shout Pam. out to Pam. On a side note, Tanya's going to laugh at me for this, but th- I think my favorite city was uh, Saint Paulton. Really? Because <laughs> it was just like so tiny and like so cute, and I just like felt so you know safe there, like so cozy and yeah, 
Yeah, it was uh, after the show. It was you know it was uh, pretty dead because it was. 11. I know it was. There's nothing going on. The venue had it was like a there was a bar on top and then a bar in the back. Yes, they, they had those zebra seats, right? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember that fiasco? Like uh, oh, they had to add like a row, right? They had, the yeah, row I was in second sold. row, and they, they had to just bring out like extra chairs because mm-hmm. the front row was missing. But these don't match. <laughs> they really didn't. It was just <laughs> they don't fit the aesthetic. Yeah, the support act was late. It, it was mess, pretty messy, like pretty stressful for, for people sitting in the front row, you know. And the rows behind that front row. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The show was fantastic. The show was great. I I did like Sankt Pulten. I love those last three shows, Katowice, Sankt Pulten, and Zurich. Like those towns were really cute. All of them. Yeah. That's the last three I did. Because I, yeah. Because you didn't come to the States. Uh, yeah. Uh, I missed Pip's set. And that was like so gut-wrenching. Because uh, I, I requested Strong Black Vine. I requested uh, She's Your Cocaine and Teenage Hustling. So You yeah. did? I, yeah, I did. I Literally, all of the Pip songs I requested... <laughs> Except for Waitress. That was its own thing, but, you know. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Evo. Uh, yeah. So I mean, people could blame me for Strong Black Vine. Well, I, I don't blame you. I thank you. I actually really like Strong Black Vine. I don't know that I... I don't know about this incarnation this year, because I didn't, I didn't listen to that bootleg, I don't think. Maybe I did. But maybe once or twice, but I loved Strong Black Vine 09. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Those rants, like those crazy rants she would go on, it was just like magic. I know. Another tour I missed. Evo, I have you here as one of my final guests before I depart Never Shut Up and leave it in better hands with Rose Crest next year. But I want to do two things with you. And for every guest that I'm having on the show, I've pulled a Prism Oracle card and I'm going to turn it over. I haven't turned it over yet. I'm going to turn it over and we're going to see how it relates to our day or what we can take into our day. And the card is in the yellow family. It's determination. And okay. let's read it. And let's figure out how, how it matches famous blue raincoat. Determination. Determination can give you the energy to reach your goals. This card lets you know that the summit of the mountain is within your reach. Really take a moment to tap into this feeling and this extra energy. Also, if you're feeling tired, don't be afraid to ask people for help or look at the obstacle in a new way to renew your spirit. Huh. Okay. Uh, so you could think about Leonard Cohen and as like before he's writing the song, I think it would take quite a lot of determination to get the, to get to that point of, you know, taking responsibility for mm-hmm. his mistakes and basically like admitting what he's admitted in the song. I think uh, the build up to that was maybe quite long. And so, yeah, he might have had to have been quite determined to get to that stage. But like heal, determined to heal in order to get there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. Well interpreted. I also have pulled down my book off my shelf called 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. And whenever you are in distress because you're expecting to hear me on Never Shut Up, and then you listen to Rose and you're like, oh, this is better. And you still need something to be happy about. <laughs> I want, I'm going to give you something to be happy about out of this book, but I'm we thumbing through you. it. Oh, I'm thumbing through it. You have to tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. And then left or right? Left. Okay. And then I'm running my hand up and down until you tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, this one has getting a check from the insurance company. (laughs) So whenever you're missing the sound of my voice on a daily basis, just get a check from the insurance company and you will be happy. Sound advice. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be happy for years to come. Good. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I'll be happy with Rose as well. Yeah, well, Rose is going to be amazing. I know she will. Rose is going to be fantastic. fantastic. But that's just for when you're missing. Well, yeah. And you're doing the other show. I know. 
I know I'm being dramatic, Evo. I hear what you're saying. Also, well, you know, uh, so am I, because I, you know, I think of the of all the shows that you know happen. I think the Daily Show is uh, well because it's daily. It's uh, it's just like such a part of my life now. So, oh, you know, it's a well, change. Oh, it's a, but Rose is going to be fantastic. Her ideas are great. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll still be around to like, see, that's what I'm nervous about. Like, what what if I come in on Monday? Like, it, it's when you, it's like when Jennifer Lopez, you know, went back to her old neighborhood and she's like, I used right. to live here. And he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Jenny. Jenny from the block. Oh. He's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's, it does remind me of my English teacher because she, she would, uh, she would teach us five days a week in English. And then I don't know if she got sick or something and she couldn't work as much. So she came back on Mondays, actually, just the Monday. She had oh. just the Monday sessions. It was everybody's like, you know, favorite session because it was oh, the okay. teacher everyone was used to. Well, because I was thinking like everybody's going to be like, get out of here. This is new blood. This is new, new, never shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Do you know? When's your birthday? It was uh, a couple weeks back. 13th of October. Oh my God, happy birthday. Thank you. I'm not on Facebook. I'm going to write this down uh, so that I don't forget again. Are you going to remember until next year? My phone will remember for me. Oh, right. Do you know Polish theater is some of my favorite theater in the world? That's my association with Poland. Really? I yeah. know nothing about Polish theater. You don't know anything about Polish theater? Ge- you know, I generally, I don't know much about theater. Okay. If I'm being honest. That's fine. So the Polish theater is not anomalous in that regard. That's fine. Anything else you want to say to the people before we say goodbye? Your fans, your public. Oh, right. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess uh, listen to Tori. She might inspire you in some way. <laughs> listen to Tori. Listen to Amos. Famous Blue Raincoat. Listen to Famous Blue Raincoat. Listen to Rose. Have you heard of Tori Amos? I've I've heard the name. I've, I've heard, heard the she's name. She's the minister's daughter. Yes, that's what I've heard as well. Part Cherokee. Oh, uh, actually, I was, uh, talk, uh, I was meant to talk to me about the cover that she's got coming out. Oh, soon. let's talk about it. Swimming pools? Yes, yes. What, what um, do you think? Uh, I am so excited for it because it's just like... Um, You're the, a big the snippet. Kendrick Lamar fan? Not particularly, but the snippet I heard, you know, because the, there's the preview uh-huh. uh, from Trevor Horn, yeah? Yeah. He puts put like a preview and there's a like, I don't know, three second clip of uh-huh. Corey. Yeah. And it just sounds so like delicious. Like so. Did you, you get know, the vinyl? I didn't get the vinyl yet. Oh, Evo. Because I have my vinyl player somewhere. It's just like... Somewhere. Yeah, I'm a CD person at this oh. point of my life. Because my mom has this wonderful CD player and like a wonderful sound system. So I just get CDs because of that. Mm. And I, I visit mom. I can listen to the, to music there. And also all these apps, like I'm going to be a boomer again. But like Spotify and it, like YouTube Music, Apple Music, whatever. Like they're so inconvenient to me. Like I do not know how to use them. What? I I don't I don't understand. Like I do I want to put it on shuffle and then it doesn't shuffle and then you have to buy like a subscription sometimes and it's just like ugh. it's just like I hate it. You're right. Actually, physical I'm media. I know. I I'm I'm there with you. I actually pulled out an old DVD player that I had that I don't use anymore, and I it's a five disc changer, and I made that my CD player, and so I have been listening to old Torimus bootleg CDs that I have. So, oh right, nice. Yeah, on CD. It's like ah. Very nostalgic. Oh, Do we have a minute? Yeah. Um, so uh, after my dad played me that famous Blue Raincoat version, the next day he comes up to me and he's like, uh, there's this woman I listened to when I was about your age. And I think she's very similar to Tori Amos. And he, he hands me a Kate Bush CD. Uh, so uh... <laughs> I rolled my eyes so hard. I was like, oh, you maybe, you know, it was a lovely CD. I, I love Kate Bush, but, you know. In, in... Tori brought you together. Kate Bush drove you apart. Uh 
<laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but I did have to roll my eyes at it because Well, you, you know, know what? I normally would roll my eyes too because I didn't see any I didn't see any similarities back in the day. And until Native Invader, I never once saw similarities. The song Benjamin is such yeah. a Kate Bush Love throwback. It. And the way she says, I would skate to the moons of Jupiter, the way she says Jupiter sounds exactly like Kate Bush. If you just to isolate that, you would think it was Kate Bush. So we'll have to listen to more Kate Bush. You, yeah. I'll, I'll have to dig up that CD he gave me. Listen to her first two albums, The Kick Inside and Lionheart, and then listen to Benjamin. It's the same album. It's the same. It's the same. They are like very I, I've similar. I've never noticed that. Yeah. It's like old, uh, it's old Kate Bush. Yeah. Is there lots of new Kate Bush? Because I'm not really... Well, you know, she takes a minute. This is what happens when you have your own home studio. You can take as long as you goddamn want to. You don't have to rent time. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, thanks, Evo, for being on the show. Everybody follow Evo on Instagram under... Uh, People don't need to follow me. They do not need to be exposed to my thoughts. Well, he's a boomer, and we got to see how the old generation lives. Like, if if you know how to find me, then find me. I'll be impressed. But if if you don't, then don't don't bother. uh, There is really no interesting output. I disagree with that. This is a Wednesday show. Will you send me that um, cover of Famous Blue Raincoat? It's in Polish, but yeah. Yeah, sure. Great. Here it is now. Who is the artist? Robert Kaspszycki. Okay, great. Thank you for introducing it. Bye, Ivo. Bye. Słowa napisał Leonard Cohen. Muzykę napisał Leonard Cohen. Zaśpiewał Leonard Cohen. A później genialnie zaśpiewała i zagrała Tori Amos. Chyba jeszcze lepiej niż Leonard Cohen. Kiedyś tę piosenkę często śpiewał Maciej Zębaty. To także jego tłumaczenie jest. Widziałem, że są inne tłumaczenia z lepszym podobno refrenem, ale, ale ta wersja podoba mi się najbardziej. Myślę, że w ten fantastyczny, lutowy, lutny wieczór na zakończenie tego pierwszego dołującego, nazwałbym to selekcjonującego. E, ponieważ tak, tak bym to nazwał, selekcjonującego e, setu, seta, sety. E, zabrzmi dobrze. To piosenka o uwalnianiu się. Tak naprawdę zastanawiałem się czasami, dlaczego Leonard Cohen jest wielkim, czy też był wielkim e, wykonawcą, zanim się wzięły za niego te baby, co dośpiewują mu te chórki wszystkie ostatnio. To straszne rzeczy są, nie wiem czy Państwo słyszeli ostatnie dwie płyty Leonarda Cohena, to są bardzo złe, złe, złe płyty, jeżeli chodzi o stronę emocjonalną, ponieważ tam Leonard Cohen daje tylko swój I can breathe, Wszystko poza tym jest zaaranżowane przez jakąś tam panią, która wydobywa z goryczy Leonarda Cohena taką, rzekłbym, słodycz, która jest jeszcze gorsza niż te weselne brzmienia z Dance Me to the End of Love, gdzie nie wiem, czy Państwo znacie utwór Dance Me to the End of Love. Na wszystkich weselach go grają. To jest, to jest moc. Leonard Cohen, gość, który mógłby być Cohen według Andrzeja Bojędziewskiego, to jest jednostka doła. Trzy Coheny to naprawdę jest sporo. A tu pac. Słuchasz sobie spokojnie kulturalnych utworów o tym, że spotkałem cygankę, pytała, czy powróżyć. Podałem jej rękę. A tu wskakuje ci na weselu między golonką a drugim krokietem. Poeta, ciężarze gatunkowym jak ciążenie na plutonie. Całe życie tak chciałem. Podobno kiedyś zdarzyło się z którąś z moich piosenek, iż wesele się od niej zaczęło. 
Była to piosenka raz, dwa, trzy, pięć. Podobno wszyscy goście obejmowali się i robili to jeszcze raz. Więc dla tych wszystkich, którzy siedzą tutaj i kiedykolwiek słyszeli Leonarda Coena na weselu, zapraszam do tej piosenki, ponieważ ona jest ściśle Coenowa, czyli mamy tutaj trzy akordy, no może cztery i tekst o tym, co jest najpiękniejsze w piosenkach, o nieszczęśliwej miłości. Jakiejś Jane, która przechowuje kosmyki. Trzeba być naprawdę wybitnym poetą, żeby tak zużytego i banalnego rekwizytu zrobić coś takiego. Chciałeś zachować wspomnienia, a Jane do dziś kosmych włosów ma twe. Wiem, gdy dawałeś go jej, myślałeś już o tym jak. Łatwo jest zjać, gdy byłeś tu ostatnio, wyglądałeś jak starzec, podniszczyłeś swój słynny niebieski prochowiec, do każdego pociągu wychodziłeś na dworzec, bez swej lili marlin wracałeś do domu. Dałeś mojej kobiecie tylko strzęp swego życia. Nie jest już moją żoną i twoją też nie. Ciągle widzę cię z różą w zębach, choć wiem. Że to tani był greps Lecz spodobał się Jane Jane pozdrawia Cię też Cóż mam Ci powiedzieć 
Mój bracie, mój kacie, sam nie wiem, czy pisać, czy nie. Brakuje mi Ciebie, pozdrawiam od siebie. To dobrze, żeś w drogę mi wszedł. Może byś tak kiedyś wpadł do mnie lub do Jane. Twój wróg nadal sypia twardo, a żona nudzi się. Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoryamos.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.